<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest, the newest, and the only episode so far of the new venture, the podcast that wouldn't die. There you yep. go. Uh, this is your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hello. Now, uh, you may remember us from our previous venture, the B Movie Club. How could you forget? <laughs> it is uh, it is returned from the grave in a in a new form. So uh, you can still go back and watch those videos if you are so inclined. Uh, we are trying a brand new medium, and uh, I hope you will enjoy it. We're going to talk about uh, bizarre, interesting. Uh, terrifying films of the past and today. So get ready. Get a bag of popcorn or whatever you need to do. So, Or put this- in your headphones and go do your laundry. I don't care. <laughs> that is kind of the attitude, I think, about uh, podcast versus video is podcasting. You can be listening to it while you're driving to work, while you're exercising. I don't know, while you're in a coma, whatever you want to do. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's why our old venture was a failure because they were compelled to watch, but nobody really has 40 minutes out of the day to listen to us riff. But in podcast form, maybe. (laughs) We're, we're, We're crossing our fingers on that. So we shall see. Now, the first episode, the first film we're going to talk about is the classic The Baba Duke. Now, do you pronounce it Baba Duke or Baba Duke? How do you pronounce it? Give me the what, what's the, the lowdown? I think it's Baba Duke. <laughs> now, was that was that supposed to be like the sound of a creature knocking on your chamber door, or what's the story with that? I was I was confused. Uh, honestly, I think they're ripping off like the Grudge and the Ring with that whole like. Ah. You know, that, that deep throat, freaky, I don't even know how to describe it, but it had those certain characteristics. For sure, for sure. It came out in 2014, and it's not rated. Did, did you watch the not rated version? I don't I know. I, I watched, uh, I literally recorded it a year ago uh, during Halloween, because I, okay. I had heard it was good, but I'm like, that's a stupid name. I'm not going to go see it. I don't care if it has good ratings. I'm not going based on the name. Right. No, no I, I remember hearing good things about it. Um, all I knew going in, because this, uh, this is the first time you ever saw it. Yeah. The first time I ever saw it, right? Um, Come out. Ha- hang on here. Come Halloween, I tend to sit in front of my DVR and record like tens of thousands of hours of horror movies where right. then I never actually watch them. So they're yeah. still sitting out there. Until I move, they will sit there, and maybe one day I'll watch it. Right. I, I kind of do something similar uh, before I cut the cord many moons ago. I would record, like, DVR, the AMC and the uh, Turner Classic Movies feed, and I would watch all those crazy old Hammer movies. Oh, I love it. With uh, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. So they had now, was time. this like Pinewood Studios, or, or was that literally the movie that was on right before it? <laughs> no, this was not Pinewood <laughs> I was. Film? I got all excited. I'm like, I didn't know they had an Australian division. 
No. Yeah, exactly. This was filmed <laughs> in Australia with Australian actors. Pinewood. I guess there is there are multiple Pinewood studios. Sure, why not? We don't know. What? We know who doesn't know. <laughs> if you're coming to us looking for facts and knowledge, you've come to the wrong. This place. is more in, in the era of Trump. This is more of a feeling podcast. We <laughs> feel it is true, so therefore. Exactly. <laughs> now, what did you know about it going into it? Did you know anything? All right. What, what really triggered me is I was in Seattle visiting my friend Lisa, and we went to, uh, they have a museum of popular culture, and okay. they have a whole exhibition of horror. It, it, it was kind of cool. There's a couple of pictures on my Instagram that I'm not going to give you the address for, but Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> they have a like a compiled a list of like the top 100 uh, movies that everyone should see, and some of these are silent, and they're not all American. You know, the old classic right. uh, Suspiria, which you you may be familiar with. Dario Argento. A little Dario Argento. So there was like uh, Australian. There's British from like Spain. And this was on that list, and, I, and that triggered the memory that it's sitting there rotting on my DVR. So when the time came to do this podcast, I'm like, Kevin, let's start with that biz. Well, I'd heard I'd heard good things about it, like we'd said. I knew it had something to do with like a book and like an evil character in the book was all I I knew. About right, it. I, I, and I knew um, even less. I just remember hearing that ba ba duke, and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to go on Amazon Prime and I paid I think three ninety nine for it in HD. Oh, that so, said nothing but the best. That's for me, right. None of that standard definition. None of that standard. I can't do it. <laughs> no can do. Um, and so I fired it up, sent the kids to bed. It was dark in the. Room, oh yeah, your children would have been like the crazy kid in this if you'd let them watch this. You would <laughs> not much. be able to pry those kids out of your bed until college. Yeah. Don't <laughs> let your kids watch this. Do not under any circumstance. <laughs> now we're going to, we're going to kind of hold off on the spoilers. Eventually we are going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know, pause this or something or don't allow yourself to be spoiled. Okay. Yeah. Spare the rod. We'll, we'll give you a trigger um, warning when we're about ready to give you the ending of the movie. <laughs> So it starts out, what was it? The, the woman was in a car accident, right? On her way to deliver her child. Oh my God. Some of the cinematography in it is it's crazy because it, it, it is so bizarre because you don't really know it's a car accident because you see, you just see a light in her face and she's look. it's like a dreamlike thing where she's floating. And then the back of my mind, I was like, oh, I think she's... It, flipping around in a car accident right there, there are some amazing shots that i have never seen before i mean this is yeah. a really good movie this is not a schlocky movie no not at all not although i believe this is the first thing that uh uh this director director named jennifer kent who wrote it and directed it's the first thing she ever did so i mean it's pretty it impressive, is pretty impressive i will say so then it cuts so she wakes up in her bed and essentially it's like now she's got this seven-year-old child running around who is unable to sleep at night because there's monsters oh my god as far as he's concerned trigger 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 if you have a child oh my god you can totally relate to this the, the bad dreams 
where you yeah. got to go and clear the clear the room. Now, just imagine if 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 your kid was doing this all the time, and then then he's in every bed, damn night. every damn night, and he's in bed kicking you in the ribs, flopping arms on you. So now you're not right. sleeping. Oh. Yeah, it's a nightmare to say the least. To say the least. But the other thing I noticed about this crazy kid is that he's like MacGyver or something, right? He goes yeah. down into the basement by himself every night. This guy's terrified of being in his room, but the basement's a okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the first place Brady cats go is the basement and the attic. <laughs> the dark basement by himself and constructs weapons. Highly advanced. Like there's a weird like catapult launcher that he can strap to his back. He makes a crazy And remember, crossbow. he's six. Yes, he's six. He's very precocious, though, evidently. Oh, he's, he's uh, that boy is something. And he kept, like, touching her face or touching her neck. There's all sorts of crazy things. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's so terribly clingy. Oh, my yeah. God. They were, oh. It was rough. Rough, rough, rough. And as the movie progresses, he, I have to say, you feel bad, but he was so annoying. You're like, if the monster could just get this kid and be done with it, uh, you know, we'd all have a happier time uh, watching this film because it was just a lot of mommy, mommy, kicking the seat. He's the weird little kid who uh, yes. who just wants to talk about uh, killing monsters and, and going into graphic details, how he wants to smash their heads in. And so people yeah. are literally like pulling their child away. No one wants to be around this creepy kid. And frankly, right. you know, uh, uh, well, we can't blame him too much, frankly. Well, so, well <laughs> as it turns out, you know, right. that'd be a, that's in the spoiler that, that's section. A big, that's a big truck. But OK, so as the movie's going on, he's seeing things that aren't there. Right. The weirdest thing, though, is he's like, Mommy, read me a story. And he pulls out his red book on the shelf that's titled Mr. Babadook. Babadook. The mom, I swear to God, reads this terrifying tale. Well, first of all, let, let me stop you right there. Because before this, her, her good night story was, was the, the three little pigs with graphic right. details of, of the wolf. <laughs> Fallen into a boiling pot, and she uses that yep. to calm the kids. No wonder the kids wackadoo, and and I'm gonna smash the monster's head in, and all that stuff. She's encouraging <laughs> this. She's not exactly shutting yes. this stuff down. She's a I little uh, fragile, Francis herself. Oh, there's no question that you somebody need to call child protective services. Dear Lord. Um, so. The book is a lot about this creature, Mr. Babadook, who you let into your house. And it's it's all these terrible pictures, scary pictures. And she reads like 10 pages of this. Oh, the minute like I opened it and saw the out. monster face, I would have been all next. I know. Exactly. That goes back to the library. Um, <laughs> she, she, but it was like, she was like, honey, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I want you to read. So she yeah. kept reading. Okay, course, I'll let the six-year-old decide what's best for him. Exactly. Uh, I, I just times. think that's millennial parenting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. It's very sad. So yeah, she's a bad parent. There's a lot of times where I'm just like, honey, you just need to lock your door. You don't need to leave your door wide open under any circumstances. You can, you can go ahead and lock the basement while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? There are situations, and I'm not going to get into them on this show, where you need to lock the door. 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly. This is not a parenting podcast, but it's okay to say no to your kids so you can go to sleep and not lose your mind. Exactly. Exactly. Good times. So something happens eventually, and there's a change that occurs where the mom starts to become kind of crazy. Like there's a little something that's happening. Now she's starting to see things. She's starting to be kind of uh, like rude to people who are safe, like shouting things at people. And the kid who was crazy annoying the entire time, he starts to kind of normalize a little bit. Like he's not nearly as annoying later in the movie, in my opinion. What what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Well, let's go back because I don't think we have stressed enough how insane this kid is where where it's it's constant attention for mom in one scene she's talking to her sister at the park and he is climbing on the swing set going mommy look at me mommy look at me mommy look at me like she is not allowed one minute not one second to take her eyes away from him without him flipping out needing constant attention so eventually they go and look at him because he's like act he's just screaming, look at me, look at me. And he's full on standing on top of the swing set. Quick cut to now he's in the back of the car because mom's driving screaming. him home, screaming, kicking the back yeah. of the seat while she's driving. I, I mean, you and I would be like, we're on our way to the hospital. Baby's getting checked into uh, the mental uh, thing. I don't know what services oh, no that they have in Australia. But at, at yeah. that point, that little baby needed to be checked in. Oh, yeah. He'd be going to the hospital, then straight to the orphanage. And straight to the orphanage. And then mom's going to go into a spa day that turns into a spa month. Exactly. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. I mean, like her own sister who she's meeting at the park is like, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, we're going to be having uh, the birthday parties anymore. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not hanging out. We don't come to your house anymore because it's you're so depressing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I so, hate your child and I know you right. hate him, too. How about yes, that, that from that your sister? Little... <laughs> and clearly this is this only woman's friend. Besides yes. the poor old woman who lives next door. She has no friends. She works yes. with dementia patients in some kind of convalescent. Her life is miserable. And if you look at the sets inside the house, everything is dark, like a blue on blue on blue. It's like the right. walls are a light blue. The trim's a different blue. It's all this just. Uh, it reminded me of like the. You remember how the ring was like shot with like a blue filter, so everything right, of course, is just dark and heavy. I was getting depressed. I was starting to hear things <laughs> in the attic after a while. Well, what's what's interesting? So the doctor, she goes to the doctor and is eventually, and she's like, "This kid needs psychiatric treatment." We're like, "Bravo, bravo, finally!" And the doctor's like, "Well." You know, it's going to be a couple weeks before we can get you in to see the uh, psychiatrist. She's like, well, give me some drugs. Give me something that I can drug this yeah, kid. Yeah, I need to knock so this to kid out so I can get some sleep. Exactly. Because oh, he's been he's... kicked out of school. We forgot that he's been kicked out of school yeah. for bringing, what was that? Uh, a homemade crossbow. A homemade crossbow to school. Yeah. Yes. 
And we find out that he has been doing this crazy crap forever. And this was, they now wanted to get him a one-on-one to follow him everywhere at school. And mom's like, no, not for my child. (laughs) That that was, yeah, that was crazy. It's like, yes, she should be saying, can the one-on-one come home with exactly. what she should have been saying? I need a one-on-one, um, too. That's what she should be saying. <laughs> That's what she should have been saying. So all this crazy stuff's going down. The boy is now being drugged. And we're starting to see the little, like, little things. Little dark shapes. Like, we're talking about what's happening. We also notice that the house, if, if you're paying attention, is a bloody sty. It is vile and disgusting yeah she she like, is given all up on everything yes she's slept so little over how long yeah weeks she hasn't slept in weeks. weeks and now she just stays up and sits in the living room staring at like 1930s cartoons right. of monsters and wolves and weird wolves and sheep's clothing and, and then right. and when the sun goes up she goes to lay down it, it, it's so bizarre <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a bad scene. Now, I have to tell you, at this point, I literally wrote down in my notes, oh, mom's the Babadook. Oh. I was convinced she was the one. She was the bad, the bad, uh, whatever, the bad seed. She, like, it, like, there wasn't really a monster. It was just her, I don't know, having some sort of an episode or something. Spoiler alert, I was wrong. I was way off. Well, I, I wouldn't... <laughs> That's a complicated answer. Right. Well, yes. Because. Yes. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Well, at one point, the Babadook in in the movie goes inside of her. Yes. But I see, I justified that like she was just crazy. Like now she was so racked with lack of sleep that she'd had a psychotic episode or something. And now she was starting to see what her child was seeing is what I thought at the time. Or I, I said, this is a possible. Yeah. Well, this is where right? the switch happens where, you know, he's on yes. medication. So he's just passed out all the time. And now she's the one who is hallucinating roaches everywhere. Oh yeah. Sounds. Oh, yeah. She's, is she walking in her sleep or is this happening? And yep. her, just everything about her, her face ages. She looks yep. crazy. She should have won some award because she transformed herself. Her name is Essie Davis. She's an Australian actress. Did she ever do anything she, else? She dynamite. Well, I can tell you. Don't be Googling See, it right, right now in the middle of the show. See, this is why we need okay. a third person here with just Google. No, no, no. I, I can be quick on the draw. She is known for the Duke. She was in a movie called Assassin's Creed. Oh, no, I didn't see that. True I bet you saw that. Gang. And Miss Fister in the in the crypt of something. So no, some kind of crypt. There was a crypt. Anywho, you know her work. You know I, her work. I will tell Tasmania. you at one point, but when she was really flipping out, I yep. swear to you, I thought it was a Tracy Ullman impression. I I don't know <laughs> if I'm just racist because they're Australian, but Could I be. tell you, there was a brief moment where I was like. Tracy Ullman, are you in there with the Duke? <laughs> is Tracy Ullman Australian? I believe so. Is she? Good Lord. Well, there you have I it. believe she lives in, in England Bob. there, but I don't know. They, it's okay. Good times. Um, but yeah, so I'll tell you what, though. When she's laying in her bed, and the first time you see the Duke like, slithering on her ceiling. Oh. There was a chill. 
that ran up my spine. I'm telling you. I was like, there's all kinds of goodness business. and truly yes. terrifying things going in this. It is. It is much, it's, it's kind it is definitely like a mood movie where it's like the, you know, the, the lighting and the, the music kind of sets a tone. Um, so that when you actually do start to see the Babadook, Babadook, whatever it is, you start to see it. <laughs> right. That freaked me out too. So she, okay, she tears up the book one night, right? She's like, I've, I've, I've had enough of this. And book. I got, I've got to figure this out. I don't know why I didn't think about it. The, 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 just the illustrations of this book are amazing. The graphics oh, yeah. of this book are amazing. Oh, I have to tell you this. Here's why I thought she was the Babadook. Because it was a children's book. Right? right. There's a scene where she goes to her niece Ruby's birthday party. Oh, did and you want to punch Ruby her. in the face? Apparently there's something really uh, annoying with the kids in this family. Yeah. Oh, no question. No question. Um, but there's they kind of there's kind of a throwaway line. You're like, oh, uh, you used to work, uh, used to be a writer, didn't you? You used to work, write children's books. There's kind of a throwaway children's right. book line. So I was like, ah, case, case closed. Well, when she she yeah, goes totally to the police department because she thinks she's being stalked. Yes. And she talks about a book and they look at her hands and her hands are all black and gray. Yep. I mean, could oh, be yeah. from the fire. I don't know. Could. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe there was something. But again, the movie, spoiler, did not, did not reveal that but so yeah she get basically gets possessed by the baba duke and now she's like essentially like uh jack nicholson in the shining or james brolin in the oh yeah horror like the evil she's got the claire dane eyes rocking around in her skull for sure oh yeah she's she's out to get this so and that i was also kind of like so is she giving her son medicine or is it like rat poison Oh, the, 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 I wrote this like, down. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to keep interrupting me. you. I don't know. How. Jump in, uh, please. The best part is, is like CPS is there investigating because her child is not even enrolled in school for, for two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Only in, that, in Australia. Um, <laughs> so the first thing the kid says, he's all groggy. He gets up. I'm so tired from the drugs my mommy gives me. They're all <laughs> <laughs> like, what the and of course they look in the kitchen and her and her kitchen's a total like piles of dirty dishes food all over the everywhere. table because she's emptied out the refrigerator yes. i mean it, it, she looks crazy she's she been wearing crazy. the same outfit for two weeks yes it was very much like when they first walk in and they're like uh what's going on here my initial reaction is like it's okay you know She'll explain. It's all a big misunderstanding. But as they're there, I'm kind of like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe they do yeah, need yeah. to be there to find out what's going on. Because uh, it's true. It's like at that point, you become, a, at least I became aware of how they're, they're living in just total squalor. It's just squalor. It, it's vile. And like later in the thing, you know, the kids waking up, mommy, go, mommy, mommy, I'm hungry. There's no food in the cupboard. There's no food in the fridge. Because evidently mom sleeps all day. And then when she's up, she's like, I got to get a, a butcher knife. Oh, oh, there was, I'm not going to go into details. There was a couple of scenes where you're like, what? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, Good yeah. And, and is it Good a times. dream? Is it a hallucination? Is it real? 
Yeah, there's a lot of that. Because you don't know. Because it's like, could it be like sleep-deprived hallucinations? What's go- Is it really a Babadook? It, yeah. It, is she dreaming on? this? What's reality? Right. And it's kind of like, what was the inciting incident? Like, why now? Is what I kept wondering. Well, you know, this has been going on for seven years. Or, you know, she's been, her husband died in the accident seven years ago. And she's been sad and depressed. Yeah. Um, what what was the trigger? This kid's been annoying. Yeah, the, right. Why is suddenly the Bob Duke knocking on the door now? The kid has been afraid of monsters since before the Bob Duke. Oh, for sure. So it is yeah, the yeah. Bob Duke always been there, and the book just put a, a a face to it, or or what? We don't know. We don't know. Now, in retrospect, could it be the Bob Duke is like? her depression like it's a symbol of her depression that she wasn't dealing with because there was like a lot of like if you deny me i only get stronger that's true but that never occurred to me while i was watching the movie (laughs) because it's creepy no when you're presented with a monster you think of monsters you don't think of uh sesame street you know when you're presented with a monster you take it at face value you take it at face value that is very much true now it could be like like maybe that's the underlying theme of the movie, I don't know. Or it could be like it's all it's it's all crazy town. Because big time spoiler alert, there's a point in the movie where it's like, oh no, this isn't something in somebody's mind. This is this the real is a deal, real deal, right? right? This is the real deal. And at one point, she snaps out of it, right? The, mo- the little boy like touches her face, mommy, as she's about to strike. Yeah, there are moments when and... he's able to break through. Because what we're skipping yes. over is at one point, it appears that the Babadook has gotten inside of her. There, in, in the book, there's yes. this prediction about what she's going to do next. Yes. And it, yes, she's looking at the pages. It's like, uh, here's, here's mommy strangling the dog. Here's mommy strangling the little boy. Here's mommy killing herself. Yes. So there's all these like horrible, scary, like child drawing predictions in the book. And one by one, it looks like this is going to go down. Um, But yeah, he gets through to her and then she kind of leans over and pukes out. Motor oil, I guess. Motor oil. (laughs) Like if you haven't changed your oil in two years. Exactly. At that point, I'm like, okay, so maybe this isn't a hallucination, right? right? Maybe this is maybe not a deal at this stage of the game. Maybe not. So she, they're like, I guess we're gonna go next door to 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 the the kindly old woman and stay with her tonight, so we can get out of this house. And then, bang! Spoiler alert: the little boy is grabbed by un, like invisible hands and yanked up the stairs. Yeah, that scared. Me. That was that was some that good was special moment. effects. Oh yeah. Good times. So she chases the little boy up and she's trying to, you know, a dark figure in the corner is like trying to pull the boy away kind of thing. And she threatens uh, to kill the Babadook. If you touch my boy, I will beep kill you. There was Um, no beep, if I recall. There was no beep. (laughs) Which... Her threat seemed to work. I kept thinking to myself, and how are you going to do that? I, I know. I was like, <laughs> okay, so if you deny it, if it makes it stronger, so if you face it head on, does that take away its power? Because isn't there a movie somewhere about that where it feeds on your fear, and if you laugh at it, it, it goes away or something? 
I think it was Harry Potter, uh, right? Maybe. That's too bad. The, uh, the bond. That's too bad. <laughs> so she says that, and the creature slinks off into the garage. Or the, uh, the right. basement, right? The cellar. She closes the door, and then it's cut to however many months later. They're celebrating the little boy's birthday. Spoiler alert. And you think everything's cool. Okay, so they've, they've vanquished the creature. All right, wait a second. Jump in. Are you going to tell people to turn off if they don't want to hear the ending? No, because if you just say spoiler that's alert, but you don't give them any time to hit uh, stop. That's <laughs> you got to be. I said early on, ladies and gentlemen, if you're. If you're oh, oh, is this just a spoiler podcast be, or or is it like well, some I, of these I, things I, I like say, my Game of Thrones podcast where the last 20 minutes is, is all stuff from the books? Basically, that's how I roll at this stage of the game. I told you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I told you, we're going we're to get into this. And I will throw the, I will throw out the spoiler alert. At that point, you got to be quick. <laughs> got to be quick. This is, a, this is, you know, interactive. Okay. So, so now that we've argued All about right. it for 10 minutes, now I think you've you paused it by now. now you've just... lost interest. You've wandered off. You've already I wanted to, to mention exactly. something. You really only see the Baba Duke in the drawings. Sometimes he appears as her ex-husband, but there are a couple that of times, happen. like it, it appeared in the cartoons he's watching, he looks like that old silent film like Count Orloff or Nosferatu with those long straight arms, the long fingernails. He, the the Babadook was actually modeled after a silent film called London at. I Twilight. think that's Count Orlock. And no, no, no. It's it's Lon Chaney, Senior. Uh, it's like a murder mystery where he plays this character who looks just like the Babadook. If you look it up. Uh, he's got like the, the the weird top hat, wears a big black trench coat, has a, a spooky okay. face. So, spoiler All right. alert. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. She... Okay. So please. after she yells at him, because it's we have yes. to stop saying spoiler alert because we've already told you the whole thing. We, we'll just put that in the title. All spoiler all the time. All spoiler episode. <laughs> um, she goes down and pets it. Do you remember seeing what it looked like when she went to pet it? They don't really, they, they honestly, that was the, she was like going to touch. Was that a hat? I thought it was like a dog head or something. No. Just thing. It was the top hat. That was, it was literally kids like, mommy, no, don't touch it. Of course. If you you got a monster and you made it die, you don't go touch it. That's how everybody dies. They always put the knife down. In Time Bandits, the little boy says, Mom, Dad, don't touch it. It's evil. And of course, right? they listen, and that's Boom. the end of them. If your little child says, don't touch it. Don't touch, don't touch it. it. No can do. Quite frankly, so anyway, if anyone tells you not to touch something <laughs> after a traumatic event, you might want to listen to that. If somebody says, don't touch that, I think I'm just going to listen. <laughs> Under any circumstances. Uh, so she's in the garden now. And it looks like she's gardening or something, but she's got a big bucket full of worms, like earthworms and things like that. And they go, she goes and takes it down into the cellar, which now has like 15 locks on the door. And she's kind of assaulted by an unseen force, 
But then I don't know what does she do. She says she kind of soothes it. It's okay. It's okay. She says, "Hey, big guy, sun's going down," and the 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 critter kind of releases her, and then she puts down the bowl of worms, and again, unseen force pulls the bowl into like the shadowy corner. So evidently, now they just have a new. It's a pet. It's now pet, pet slash lover. I don't know. Does it. it still look like her Italian Australian uh, dead husband? I don't know. What is the, the, the right? It took the earlier in the movie took the shape of her dead husband saying, "We can be together. Just bring me the, the boy. boy. Bring me the mm-hmm. boy." So I have to say, a little disappointed with the ending. A little disappointed with the ending. I was disappointed with the ending until I Googled it, which normally I'm totally against this kind of not. When I go to an art gallery, I don't read the nonsense next to the picture unless the picture is compelling. The the art should stand by itself and the information should add to it. Same with uh, not Get Out. What was the movie after Get Out? Us. So my friend went after we watched it because we were a little disappointed. Uh, and it, there was all this hidden information. Well, it's so hidden, nobody knows what the hell it is unless you Google it. But for some for sure. reason, in this case, uh, the information I found on the internet did not bother me. It, it, it added to it. And you touched on to it because it, the monster is her depression. That's what's so fascinating. So it's like she's confronted it, and now she's she now she she's able to manage it and live with it. And like she told the 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 kid after she went to give it its its bowl of worms, you know, some days it's it's better than other days. Right. So it's pretty freaking deep. I mean, okay, if you add that level of kind of, you know, symbolism, then I, that, that's kind of an interesting way to do it. I, but if I truly, in all honesty, if I come and see a horror movie, I don't know. I, I, it seemed to me to be a little bizarre and strange. You know what I mean? It seemed like a weird kind of like, we don't know what to do with this bad boy, so uh, we can't defeat it. So it's just going to live in your basement now. Hope that's cool. Yeah, I was trying to figure out because she's like, what do you want? I'm like, does it want a mommy? All it wanted was a bowl of worms. Is that all it took? And and then I'm like, what happens if they want to move? Do they have to take it with them? (laughs) Well, they were at, that was what I was saying. They're like, we need to get out of this house. I was like, isn't it the creature just going to follow you? It's attacking you in your car. Yes, you know what I'm saying? that's the then, thing. It's it's with them wherever they go. And I also was very much at one point. I'm like, is this going to be like, you know, who shot Jr. where the whole season's a, you know, a dream or something? I thought the movie was going to be like she's going to wake up in the hospital. And it's like she just her husband was just killed in the car accident. Or something. I thought it was going to be some bizarre ending like that. My mind goes all sorts of weird. Oh, because there was that that freaking movie with John Cusack back when he used to make movies where you find out the whole thing is, takes place in a crazy man's brain. I was right. so rageful. I wanted to burn down the theater. It's like the uh, final episode of uh, St. Elsewhere. 
where it's oh. almost the mind of a, of a child. So, uh, anywho, we're gonna just have a podcast <laughs> on good shows that had shitty endings. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I have to say, after watching this movie, I'm like, there were a lot of good chills in this. This is good. Not too bad. I mean, I'm a grown man. I can take it. I'll tell you what. I was tossing and turning that night. I was looking up at the ceiling, and I was seeing Baba Dukes everywhere I looked. I so. will tell you, I, I live with my son, and he is gone for a week. I had just called the police out because there's a hobo encampment out behind my house. And now I've decided to put this movie on at nine o'clock at night uh, while I'm fully agitated and I have to go back to work the next day. I was like, oh, this is a bad, this is a bad choice. <laughs> but, but it's like when I used to read Stephen King uh, books in, in high school. But, it, but I couldn't turn it off. No. I mean, I could have hit pause, watch it the next day. No. no can't do. You're probably committed at that point. I, I, I'm committed. I had to go and watch TV, some comedy show. I think I had to watch Jim Gaffigan for like two hours after that just to settle myself back down. For reals. I mean, well, here's the thing. It's, you know, you and I both saw on Twitter, Stephen King talks about Bob and Duke as being one of his favorite movies. And William Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist, said The Babadook is the most terrifying movie he's ever seen. I will tell you, there are some just genuinely frightening things. Absolutely. When she's trying to get into that kid's room and she's hanging on that door frame oh, like yeah. a gorilla. It's like a, like a monkey, how you see them hanging and they're, they got their feet curled up and they're banging at the door. She's trying yep. to get in and get that kid. I was like, oh, this is going to a It was, it was rough sledding. Oh. It was, what? <laughs> it was rough sledding, I'll tell you what. I'm it telling was, you. And that yeah. little kid, I mean... He is quite the good actor. I he mean, was. I literally wanted to kill him. I would have to kill him if he was my child. But No question. But dear no question. God, man, he was bringing his game. I mean, clearly he, was, he wasn't six. He's probably uh, eight or something. Well, they, well, they said that they, they were like nine-year-old kids who auditioned, and they couldn't use them because they were just a little too aware. Right. It's like they needed somebody a little bit younger to bring that kind of innocence. Now, they also said... That the kid actually wasn't on stage with a lot of the scarier things. I'm sure. Like it was a lot of the woman acting to to a person on their knees or something like that. Right, right, right. So, but he was he was good because by the end you're I mean, early you you would have been happy if the Babadook had gotten him earlier in the film. If that's what it took for a good night's sleep, pretty much, Mister Babadook. Let me show you where the kids' room is. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sadly. But by the end, you were definitely like, this is a sweet, lovable kid where there before there was an annoying monster. So, yeah, basically, this is a story of a kid with an insane, crazy mother who blames him for the death of her husband. That's correct. And is true, which is why he's hanging on to her because he feels so rejected. Right. He's I'll terrified he's going to lose me, her mommy. any second. Yep. It's terrifying, terrifying. It is <laughs> disturbing and terrifying. I'm telling you. Because I watched it twice because I, I didn't take notes. And then tragically, I took notes like I was going to get quizzed for it. 
I right. didn't write observations like you. I'm, <laughs> I'm new to trivia. this game. Usually I'm just riffing. Yeah. I was lucky that most of the time I don't even remember anyone's name. But just for your information, the child is Samuel and the mother is Amelia. That and is it's correct. Auntie Claire Auntie who Claire. is her bitchy sister. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Kevin. I was told not to swear. This, this is a family <laughs> podcast. Keep your I'm sorry. Mouth. Okay. So, I literally you... took notes like I'm going to be quizzed on that. Yeah, mother yeah. has a pain in the jaw. Yeah, Samuel. Which, side, <laughs> which side? Which tooth? That's now come the quizzes. No <laughs> uh, any last observations or thoughts? Oh yeah, this is my my last note at the end when I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just put pet Baba question mark. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she thinks she's defeated it and it kind of slumps down in front of her, and that's when she tries to reach out and I don't know, touch its hat or something. Don't touch it, mommy. So I, I feel like I okay, I watched it twice. I feel like now knowing this inside information mm-hmm. that I need to watch it again. A third time. I, I actually wish it. I would have Googled it after the first time. Yep. So I could have watched it with different eyes. But we yep. shall see. I will tell you, that was an amazing I mean. I like schlocky horror movies. As long as you're entertaining, I don't care. I don't I like uh, gore. No, I don't either. I don't want to. I don't like. Uh, I watched the first Saw, but I knew where that was going. I wasn't going to watch anymore. I, I'm right there with you. Uh, I want to be entertained, and I don't want to have to throw up. But that's what it comes down to. Uh, I saw, what was that uh, horror movie? It was supposed to be in the Japanese forest. Where everybody was committing suicide, the suicide forest. Oh, I don't know. What was that? Okay, let me just tell you. I went opening night with a friend of mine, and it was nothing but high school kids. And the movie was so ridiculous that it became like Rocky Horror Picture Show, where people Mm. would just start bebopping and scatting during the theater. It was like a running dialogue. It was hysterical. It was so no, I don't hysterical. Think and scatting, but interesting. <laughs> interesting. It was nobody even cared because it was it was just so ridiculous right. and so over the top that people were just busted out. You had to, you already paid your your money. Might yeah. as well get some entertainment. Hey, I mean, we've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm down for scary. I'm down for unintentional comedy. Give me one of one of both. Give me both. Give me one of the other. Don't bore me. Don't bore me. Exactly. Don't bore me. So we're going to be doing more horror movies in the future, but I think we're all, I'm down for sci-fi. I'm down for pretty much anything we want to do. All right. I think um, we're going <laughs> to, we talked about this before. We're, we're going to try to steer clear from like big blockbuster type thing oh and kevin said i can't do art house films after after the wings of desire uh episode he told me i'm blocked anything that's like i have to study this for you know my existential european theater class anything by vim vendors anything that's won an award at con he's putting a block on (laughs) no just can't do it can't do it our plan is to try to pump these out maybe once a week we'll see just stay, stay with us. Um, if you have any um, suggestions, any movies you'd like us to talk about, 
please send them on in. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them on in as well. You can go to our Facebook page, the podcast that wouldn't die. You can go on to Twitter, which is also the podcast that wouldn't die. I don't think we're on Instagram or Snapchat or anything else. Um, Grinder. We're not on any of those things. Grinder. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so please uh, like, share, spread the word, tell two friends and make them tell two friends. And so That's on and so for. on and so on. Ad infinitum. Exactly. Any last words before we uh, we call it quits? Yeah. Let me tell you the story. I, I Someone gave me three pounds of figs and I didn't think about refrigerating them. So I went to go make fig jam today after a week and I realized there was a huge puddle of liquid on my floor. Okay. Uh, lesson learned. Don't just leave like three pounds of figs in a paper bag uh, in your kitchen. So your kitchen looked like Amelia's kitchen in the Babadook. So yeah, bring it all back. Together. Child Protective Services is coming to take my 24-year-old child. <laughs> Good times had by all. So thank you for joining us. Ciao, Arrivederci. Send in your comments. Off we go.